It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to this edition of the Giants huddle podcast brought to you by PSE&G Energy. PSE&G Energy Efficiency for game time and anytime. Visit PSEG.com slash Giants for discounts, rebates, and home energy assessments. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by Charlotte Carey, the NFL Director of Broadcasting, as the NFL schedule has been released. I know something that you and many at the league office have been working tirelessly on for some time. Before we get into the Giants schedule, just how much time goes into putting together an NFL schedule for a season, all 32 teams? It must be like Jenga pieces. It is literally like Django. First of all, thanks for having me, Madeline. This is great. Uh, we're excited to be done. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's a long process. Realistically, um, we start almost the day after the regular season ends. That's when we have kind of the final puzzle pieces of the standing space matchup matchups and everything else for the following year. Um, and we start tinkering at that point and really looking at different combinations. But we have to wait until we get through Super Bowl because that's at least when we know who our kickoff game will be. This year will be the Chiefs hosting. Um, so, you know, that's that's when we really kind of lock ourselves in the room and start working, you know, 12 to 24 hours a day from then on. Um, so it's it's a pretty, pretty lengthy process. I think we're all a little bit tired here, but excited to be done and think that we came up with a great schedule. Absolutely. And when we look at the Giants schedule, the Giants in recent years, but we're back on the Giants Cowboys week one. What made this year the right time to reignite that? You know, it's a good question. Um, it, it felt like a bit of a tradition for a few years, right? It was either kind of week one or two, doubleheader, Sunday night, somewhere right in there. Um, I, I think the the NFC East is a super exciting division again, which which is something that we love to see at the league office, and it makes our jobs a lot easier when we schedule. Um, but the Giants last year were fun to watch. I think kind of came out of nowhere a bit for everybody, but um, – but really exciting. Um, I actually grew up as a lifelong Giants fan. So personally, I was excited to see the Giants um, back in it. Um, and, you know, getting back to kind of our, our tradition of Dallas Giants week one just felt right this year. We really liked it there, thought it was a great opening game for NBC on their first Sunday night. So um, we got pretty comfortable with that pretty quickly. It's interesting, too, because when you are making these schedules and you're considering all these teams, you're also considering the venues, right? And Giants and Jets, of course, share MetLife Stadium. You've got uh, Sunday night football for the Giants, followed by Monday night football with the Jets and the Bills. How does that, what goes into those conversations when you guys are putting this schedule together saying, how can the venue uh, take these things on? Yeah, we definitely work closely with the venue and they can do the one day transformation. I think it's a, a late night and, you know, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of hours for some folks. So apologies to anyone who actually has to do the transition, but, but it's definitely, it can be done. Um, the one positive is in New York, We've got two really fun, interesting teams this year. Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets makes them a totally dynamic, interesting team to watch also. Um, so I think that for week one for us, it was fun to have both of those games in New York. Um, again, that nostalgic Dallas, Dallas Giants kind of matchup that we've traditionally seen over the years. And then coming back with the Buffalo Jets, two division games in New York, both on opening weekend. It, it just it felt right for this year. Absolutely. And that's, you know, these venues are just so capable of so many incredible things. And it's just so, so cool to shine a light on what goes into that. Um, speaking of the Giants and the Jets, this is a matchup that we've got in the regular season, not just the preseason, as we've seen recently. This one comes in the middle of the year for these two teams, both yep. a lot of exciting plot lines, as you mentioned. How did you guys place that matchup? 
you know, we saw that matchup in a lot of different places. We saw it in primetime. We saw it. This one's going to be a one o'clock anchor on CBS in week. I think it's eight. I believe we we liked it. We, we kind of let that one float. It could have been on a Sunday night. It could have been on Monday night, Thursday night. We let that one float a bit. And to be honest with you, I think that this game it's going to be a big anchor for CBS. It's going to go to probably, you know, a large chunk of the country, I imagine, in week eight. Um, it's kind of the battle for New York, right? Especially with both teams being fun and spunky this year. Um, it, it definitely had a lot of different places it could fall. Uh, you know, the one o'clock windows are something that we struggled a bit. We have a lot of uh, a lot of national windows this year, and we really worked closely to try to make sure that our one o'clock windows had something of interest for all of our fans and all over the country. Um, and this one was one that fell that we felt it fell in a really good place where we could really use it in a widely distributed window and and still have a a, a fun one o'clock afternoon in New York. Absolutely. And the one o'clock windows that, you know, are, are ones that you have to take care of, but also the prime time you mentioned, you've got Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, big ticket games. And the Giants are in prime time a lot, especially early on in the season. You know, it, the the storylines, the narratives, what we saw from the Giants last year, is that what kind of goes into putting this team in the front and center? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'll notice right here, right? The Giants have, is it three of their first four in prime time? They're, they're a team that we are definitely using um, in a lot of prime and doubleheader and national windows this year. And on Christmas, we're excited about the Giants. We're excited about the whole division. I think the NFC East will be fun. Yeah, these should be fun too. I think that, you know, both New York and again should be should be interesting and hopefully in this thing. Um, but the Giants we're, we're definitely relying on and counting on this year. Um, and and you'll see that by looking it's at their great too. The Christmas Day, you mentioned the rivalry games, right? You've got Giants Eagles, got a couple rivalry games on Christmas. Yeah, that's a little bit of a spicy matchup day for the NFL. The spicy matchup day. We we actually really liked this schedule because of the way the Christmas laid out. There are a lot of things that we liked about this particular one, but one of the main focuses was Christmas. We thought it was it was great to start the day with a Vegas Kansas City game, another divisional matchup. Hopefully, will be great at, at that point in the season. Follow it up with Giants Eagles, and then end the day with Baltimore San Fran. We really liked the way that that set up from a full, you know, kind of cap to the Christmas weekend. Um, there are a lot of windows on Christmas weekend, and and that made for a, a you know a fun and spicy, if you will. Uh, Christmas Day. Absolutely. You now, one of the things that sticks out to me as somebody who's covering the Giants, who's invested in this team, yeah. is the schedule, the beginning of the schedule. Seven times on the road in the first 10 weeks of the season this is the first time since the NFL reinstated bye weeks to 1990. And it's yep. happened that many road games that early on. Um, what went into this decision? How do you guys look at that? Yeah, no, it's a good question. So seven over their first 11, the way to, that you can look at this, first of all, is if you look in weeks two and three, the Arizona and San Fran games, those are actually paired trips. So the Giants actually wanted, they have a few West Coast trips this year, and they were hoping to pair a couple of those trips. So if you take that into account, that's two of those road games. And actually, what's something that's interesting that we did this year that we worked with the team on, usually you can't go three time zones for a Thursday night game week three their their game in San Francisco is a Thursday night game something we really liked on the Amazon schedule um so we we talked to the team about potentially going out and staying and shortening their staying their their you know road trip over there not staying a full week over on the west coast you know to see if their interest if they had any interest in staying a few days shorter potentially and playing a Thursday night game while they're out there and then coming home to their mini buy if you will right after that 
and there was a there was you know definite interest on the giant side so that that piece of it you know it's number one it was interesting for us to get that Thursday night game usually we don't have access to those three time zone Thursday night games but then beyond that to you know to be able to do their pair trip something that they really wanted to do early in the season um it, it felt like a, a good place for that early in the year get it out of the way and then you follow it up and you have a couple of you know a couple of road trips that you you know maybe want to it just is what it is teams fall with three game road trips once in a while there are five teams that have three game road trips this year but if you look at it on the other side they've got two road trips from week 12 on so you know looking at the playoff push and everything else it actually may set up pretty well for them in the back half of the year Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I like the perspective that you're giving too, because a lot of fans out there look at this and think that the league just says, here you go, here's what you're doing this year. But it's not that case at all. You are working very closely with all of these clubs and making sure that it works with what they want to do and getting in, input and feedback too, which again, I can't even imagine having that many conversations going on simultaneously trying to make all the pieces fit. But the way that you guys are able to do that and this team is able to do that is incredible. Um, yeah. 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 And so, I mean, as these conversations are going on and, you know, how many iterations of an NFL schedule do you guys come down to as you are pairing it out or, or saying, okay, here's some options? Yeah. So it's a good question. We saw over, I think it was like 112,000 or more finished playable schedules. We do kind of a deep dive, if you will, and do a full analyzation, which takes kind of a, a few hours per schedule um, on probably 400 of them. So it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, we, we definitely, you know, it, it's a bit of Groundhog Day. We'll, we'll start there. The whole process, we look through all these schedules and find things that essentially we, you know, really like or really don't like and write rules about them and then keep iterating on that process day after day after day until we get towards the end. Um, one of the fun things this year that we did a bit differently um, is we kind of locked things out versus locking them in. In the past, we've gotten pretty narrow towards the end and we're going down one path. We saw a lot of different looks this year and tried a little bit of a different strategy, which you know I think actually worked out in spades. We saw a lot more of the search space and we're able to see very different looks on different games and primetime windows and otherwise the overall structure of the schedule could shift up until the end and that was that was something that was a, a different approach this year that uh, Mike North really wanted to take and really uh, I think ended up uh, you know really paying off in spades. Absolutely and you know you speak about to the end of the season and the end of the year and as things kind of take a different shape you've got a lot of flex options through the end of the season for each of these teams. What goes into those decisions at those points? Not just obviously how well the teams are playing, but I'm sure there are other elements. Yeah, you know, the, the flex decisions, I think in a perfect world, we'll leave every game where it is and we'll, our crystal ball would have been great in May and we'll leave everything as is. But, you know, the opportunity for flex, I would say particularly for way, for teams to play their way on that may not have been a huge draw as we're sitting here in May, but um, you know, you have some of these teams with new young quarterbacks that may have an opportunity to play their way on um, later in the year or, or new storylines that emerge or a game that just fell apart that we were hoping would be good when we got there and wasn't as great as we were hoping it would be. There there are definitely different factors that um, that we take into account when it comes to flex scheduling. But obviously, we, we you know, factor in also the fan impact and everything else that, you know, it, it's a it's a it's a big decision when we decide to actually flex out of a game. Last year, we flexed a little bit more than we usually do. I would say, you know, that's not a new norm. We're not looking to flex more. I think in a perfect world, as I just said, in May, our crystal ball works and we'll leave everything where it is. But we yeah. do have those levers to pull if we need them. 
I think too, that it's gotta be so fascinating for you, especially but growing up a Giants fan, Charlotte, I'm curious, is there a game that you just cannot wait for? Is there a game that you have circled that you're like, this is going to be a good one? You know what? I, I think it's, it's interesting. I, I think there are different points in the season for different games. I'm really excited for week one. I think week one is always to me, the most exciting week of the season. Nobody has a losing record. Everyone's coming in fresh. You're wondering who these teams are every year. So I think the way that we structured week one is actually fairly fascinating, especially with like a Detroit, Kansas City, maybe not, you know, a typical choice or what everyone was expecting for kickoff. But the way that we left the season last year with Detroit knocking Green Bay out of the playoffs and Detroit kind of coming on strong in that second half of the year and coming off hard knocks and um, in the early fall, you know, it was, they were a fun story. And so um, Detroit's definitely earned the spotlight and earned their way into that game. Um, So that's kind of something that I'm, I'm excited about just who everybody is week one, ending the season kind of with Detroit on that high note and starting them in week one against Kansas city, we thought was a a fun and somewhat different approach than we've taken in the past. Um, And then you go into some of these, you know, divisional matchups that we had talked about with Dallas giants and Buffalo jets. But then you also look at the game like, Green Bay, Chicago. Who is Green Bay in week one? Who is Green Bay with Jordan Love? You don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. So there are a lot, there's a lot of interest in storylines as we head into week one. Absolutely. I cannot wait. Week one is going to be, you know, a couple months away, but we are looking forward to it. Charlotte Carey, thank you so much for taking the time, breaking this all down for us. This is a fascinating world of building an NFL schedule. And you guys have done a great job. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Giants Huddle podcast brought to you by PSENG Energy Efficiency for game time and anytime. Visit PSEG.com slash Giants for discounts, rebates, and home energy assessments. And don't forget, limited Giants single game tickets are on sale now. Visit Giants.com slash tickets.